The question I want you to ask yourself as you're listening to this podcast is how many voices do you have? Um, and I think when you start thinking about that, it's really made me quite shocked at how many voices I have. I don't necessarily mean voices in the literal sense, voices, just how many different ways of speaking do you have as an individual, depending on the setting you're in. So I have several um, voices that I use for different settings. Um, I definitely speak uh, differently with my friends compared to what I do when I'm with my family, um, even maybe the podcast as well. So have a think as you're listening, how many voices do you have? Good morning and welcome back to Linkast, your weekly English language and linguistics podcast with me, Blake Reed. Now, this is season one, episode three, and this is an episode that I have been very much looking forward to record because this episode is dedicated to the University College London, who very kindly advertised the podcast for me and held a poll with their linguistic society to see what kinds of things they wanted to hear me talk about within the podcast. Now, the verdict of that poll was accommodation theory. And so that is what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, now, I asked you a question at the start of the podcast, uh, which was how many voices do you have? And if you're struggling with thinking about how many voices you have, I'm going to give you some examples of when we might change our voice or change the way we communicate on a day-to-day -day basis without even realising it. Now, the main one that people tend to change is their accent. Um, I know absolutely that I would not use the same accent that I do with my friends as I would if I were to meet the Queen. Um, and I think that's always the best way to look at it. How would you speak to the Queen? Um, but I definitely wouldn't be the same accent as I do when I'm with close friends or even with family for that matter. Um, another one that constantly changes is tones. And the best example for this, and I know we've all fallen victim to it, is if we go somewhere where there is an infant in the room. Um, now, we've all had that instance where a family friend has had a baby and we go around to visit the baby, we see the baby and the tone of our voice changes drastically and we always catch ourselves out and we can always hear it ourselves, but we don't stop it. It's just subconscious. It just happens. Um, the third thing that I think a lot of people do is change the speed of their voice. Um, I think I've definitely do this with the podcast. I'm a very fast talker and I am still a fast talker on the podcast, but I try to slow it down a little bit. I'm very fast at speaking when I'm with my friends. But my best example of when I slow down speaking is when I'm talking to somebody who has English as a second language. Now, this might be a, a very, very strong English speaker that I'm talking to, but I still slow down my speech just so it makes it easier for them to understand. And... I think a major one with uh, accommodation, how we change our voice, is word choice. Um, because I definitely change the words that I choose to speak compared to when I am with my colleagues at work or when I'm speaking to my grandmother. And I think we can all agree to that too. However, all of these changes are for a reason. They're all adaption, adaptions to the environment that we find ourselves in. And that's the question that I want to address. Why does that happen? Why do we adapt to our environment when it comes to our speech and our language and our way of communicating? And it's in 1971 when Dr. Howard Giles came up with the communication accommodation theory, otherwise known as CAT. 
Now, uh, Dr. Giles was a Welsh, um, a Welsh man, and he first realised that he started to change his voice or change the way he communicated in three different places. He'd go to the football, he'd go to the rugby, and he'd go to college. And each of those places, he'd have a different Welsh accent, a different way of communicating. And that's when he realised he was tri-dialectal, that he had three different dialects depending on where he was. And so when he went to college, this is what he did his research into. Um, and he sort of says that accommodation theory is the conscious and unconscious change in our communication dependent on the environment that we find ourselves in. So there is a really good episode from Blackadder that sums this up very well um, with a gentleman going into a shop and having um, a bit of a, a conversation with the shopkeeper and they both uh, changed their voice to the environment that they found themselves in, which is a very awkward shop encounter. Now, there are two parts of accommodation theory. Uh, there's convergence and divergence, and I think these are the two main uh, things that we can relate to. So convergence is when we change our speech to match that of the environment that we find ourselves in. So I go to the pub with my friends and I converge towards the speech they use because I feel like that's my bubble. That's where I feel socially accepted. I will be more socially accepted if I speak like the people I am with. I want to be more like these people. And then there's divergence, and that's where you diverge further away from the environment that you find yourself in. So that's if you find yourself in a place that you feel uncomfortable, that you don't want to be um, related to, um, that you don't want to, people to think you're a part of, then you can move your voice further away from your environment to make yourself more socially distanced from that accent, that dialect, that voice. Now, there is the example that you can over-accommodate. So you can try too hard to change your uh, way of communication to become more like something. Um, and I think my best example of when I do that is when I write emails. Uh, when I write emails, I definitely over-communicate, uh, over-accommodate, sorry, because I want my persona to come across as email on email as very formal, very professional, which is absolutely miles away from what I am in real life. Um, which then brings the question of online communication, because well, the issues with Instagram that people raise every day is that we try to create through imagery um, a persona on there, but we also do it through our text that we put with the images on Instagram or whether we do it through email or text messaging or iMessage, WhatsApp or any anything like that, that we have a, a conversation with somebody on there or we put a comment or we write a post and we either accommodate, well, we always accommodate, but we either um, converge towards the, the audience that we're aiming for. So you're writing a Facebook update, a Facebook post, whatever, and you converge more towards your audience or you write a fake Facebook post, sorry, you write a Facebook post about not being happy with Facebook or someone or your audience on Facebook. So you diverge more away, you use different language when writing. And so that's why I want you to think about how often you accommodate your language. 
do you use the same language when you're talking to your parents compared to when you're talking to your friends? Do you change the speed of your speech depending on if you are talking to your lecturer compared to talking to the man behind the counter in a shop? Um, have a think about that. Have a think about how often you communicate, uh, you accommodate your way of communication. And I think you'll be quite surprised that you have so many more voices than you originally thought you had. Now, if you would like uh, some updates about the future podcasts of Linkast, or simply would like to show some support, um, give us a follow on Instagram at underscore Linkast. Uh, I do uh, posts on there on the stories um, for updates as to what the next podcast is going to be, to ask you guys what kinds of things you want to hear me talk about, um, and just general sort of some quiz questions as well. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Linkast, Season 1, Episode 3, with me, Blake Reed, and I'll catch you next week. Bye.